controls Mercury Great Approaches. I shall create the illest podcast known to mankind. But master, what are you going to do? Howard Stern. Stephen A. Smith. Joel Rogan. Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Because he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money. You fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, master. I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black man. And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you my teeth. It's alive. He's walking, master. He's walking. My teeth. Sports. So nice we had to do it twice. Let's run that back. Good morning and welcome back to a pop-up edition of the Marty Sports Podcast. You know this is Summer 21 style. I am your host, the one and only Dollar Doe Martella, a.k.a. Mr. Energy, a.k.a. the Motor Mouth of the South, a.k.a. the Mad Podcaster himself. It is another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. It is August 2nd, actually. He said we was going to have highs of 91, lows of 76. Current temperature right now is about 88 degrees. We're talking to you right around like 10 o'clock in the morning. And I know for you guys that are wondering, like, yo, I thought the season was over. I thought we were done with season six. We are done with season six. But if you guys have gotten used to this by now, you guys know that I like to do a, I like to do a little pop-up podcast every once in a while. And it's going to happen, one, because I'm addicted to the mic and I can't stop to- I can't stop talking my shit, right? But also because things just keep happening in the sports world. And I would be very, very negligent to have to wait six whole weeks just to talk about everything that's happening. So right now, you're just going to catch me. You don't get my co-host. You're not going to catch my co-host KJ too often on this. You're not going to catch my, co- my, my co-host Mark, even though they may, they, they, they may hit me up and be like, yo, let's do a pop-up podcast. But you're not going to catch them. There's no going to be no videos for these either. Maybe, maybe, sometimes, maybe, but not today, not today. But today we're on a very tight schedule. Actually, you know what? Today, and also, and also, let me give you the last reason. I was feeling very bad because we just signed up to go to go on WESN. We didn't give them the last three podcasts of the season because I didn't really like how that audio was sounding, all right? And I didn't, and I didn't, <laughs> all right, speak. You guys are un- gotta understand. There's two different podcasts that happen every Wednesday night. There's the Mighty Sports Podcast, and then at some point in time, it turns into the Drunk Uncles Podcast. And when it turns into the Drunk Uncles Podcast, I can't control. No- I no longer can't control what's going on. And that's you know what? And that's what you guys are gonna end up getting next season. That's what you guys end up seeing. That it got a little too derailed, but you can go catch it. It's just not- I just didn't submit it to the WESN network. 
but this will be the first podcast that I am introducing to the WESN network. And listen, I hope you guys are strapped in, tune in. This is going to go by fast. Like I said, we're going to have about a 25-minute podcast today, right? But this is still what we consider here on the Mighty Sports World as a bonus podcast. We're going to get into our draft talk. We're going to get into that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. You know we stay heavy with that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk to all my New Yorkers that happen to be listening, all my Knicks fans. Listen, especially all my New Yorkers, I hold it down for you right here, baby. You know what I mean? Right? We're going to talk about to live or die in L.A. Because L.A. is making some moves. We got our Blue Chew sponsorship, as you guys already know. I got a special birthday shout-out that I have to give out real quick. Right, We're going to talk NBA free agency. We're going to talk about Summer League because that's just days around the way. We're going to talk about the basketball tournament. That's already... I may not talk about Summer League or the basketball tournament. I just want to let you know that these things are on the way. Basketball, the basketball tournament, if you're a basketball feed and need that basketball in your life, that shit is on right now. If you are if you still a basketball feed, you want to do some Summer League shit, listen, the Summer League is right, is right around the corner. Listen, basketball nut. Basketball fanatics. All sports fanatics, but basketball is my number one love. But you guys already know what we say. Regardless of the time that we talk, Right? Take that, take that, take that. Okay, regardless of the top. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports, even when we're doing a quick pop-up podcast for your ass. Let's get this shit started and stir it up. So Start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T, we get that birdie style. Sports. Listen, B, let's get right into it. Let's let's get directly into it. Cause I can't hold this back any longer. First of all, first of all, first things first. Let me give a shout out to my mother, first of all. Number one thing. Alright? <laughs> I know that's weird as shit, right? So because, yeah, it's her birthday. We said it's her birthday. I had to say happy birthday to my mom. Yeah, she turned, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to disclose her age, but she had her birthday yesterday, yes, on August 1st. So we have to say happy birthday, ma, right? We have to get that out the way just to, just to get things started. No, no other birthday shout-outs I have. This is a pop-up podcast. doesn't follow the regular rules that we normally do, but we had to make sure that we definitely get that one out of the way. But let's get directly into what we wanted to get into. First of all, first of all, first things first. Pre-draft. Pre-draft. And let me let me set this right for you guys. The NBA draft was pop was coming up, right? The NBA was about to have their draft. They're about to make the future millionaires and, 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 and even a couple of future billionaires of, of, of the world, right? You know, the young prospects, the young 18, 19, 20-year-olds that even went to one year of college, one year in the G League. One year overseas, they're all trying to get that opportunity. You know what I mean? To have generational, to, to play a game, that to, to do a job that they love, right? And gain generational wealth. The NBA had their draft. And this draft already, I felt like, had a little bit more hype than last year. Because they kept on talking about the depth of the hype. The depth of the draft, you know, this is finally the first draft that 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 came back after COVID. You know, so 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 guys, so so athletes are actually going to be in the building. There's actually going to be a ceremony. We're going to get the, we're going to get the whole entire experience. And for once, my Knicks, our Knicks, right? We're in the lottery. 
right? And not only were they not in the lottery, they had tons of draft picks to play around with. And boy, did they do that. But not before the L.A. lights went off. Folks, I don't think you guys were ready. I don't think the world was ready. I, don't, I know I wasn't ready, even though I had my suspicions. But Russell Westbrook ends up going home. He's going home. He's going home, man. Russell Westbrook goes home, and he signs back with the L.A. Lakers. They give up Carl Rowe Pope. They, <laughs> they, they they give up Jay Crowder or whichever one, whichever high energy guy they have with with dregs. You know they have one. What's going on, Steve O Daniel? You know Saka. Welcome to the podcast. I see you guys. You phone lines. Actually, you know, phone lines are gonna be open, open. Even though it's gonna be a brief podcast. So they 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 did all those moves. They sent Russell Westbrook over to LA, and immediately. It shakes up the whole entire draft. It shakes up the whole entire basketball world, right? Russell Westbrook to L.A. to join LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So now LeBron James gets his, this is his third big three of his career, <laughs> right? But now he gets it in L.A. And my, one of the first things I'm thinking is like, okay, it makes them the favorite. But more than ever, I think Showtime is back in L.A. Showtime is definitely back in L.A. Because even though we know LeBron James is getting to that back half of his career, right? He's getting to that back nine, as they like to say. He still pushes the ball enough at times when he wants to. He can be that bulldozer. He can be that Bernard King kind of player. Catch the ball on the wing, take a couple of dribbles, and bulldoze his way inside. Sometimes. He's trying to, he's trying to work his skill now a little bit more, but ah, we'll leave that out. What's going on, Jam? But with Russell Westbrook there, Russell Westbrook changes everything. We know Russell Westbrook is always gonna wanna push that pace. We know Russell Westbrook is always gonna wanna is always wanna grab the ball and get that ball to the other end of that court in the most expedient way possible. He's he's gonna get his double digits. It says he's gonna get his double digit rebounds. And now he probably has the two best players he's ever played with at this current stage in his career, right? And in those players' stages in their career, I know you guys want to say that he had he had James Harden. James Harden, we kind of know what he was in Houston. He wasn't a winning guy. He had James Harden and Kevin Durant. Um, while they were still all young pups and didn't, I, I didn't really understand the game and then Oklahoma City wanted to be cheap. And then they broke that up and then it was just him and Kevin Durant. But it was never, it was never the Kevin Durant that we have, that we talk about now. Or, we talk, or, 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 or how we look at him now. It wasn't the James Harden that we, that we revere we look at now. You know, he didn't have those guys. Even, even Paul George. <laughs> Come on now. Paul George has, has been a walking punchline for the last three years. So stop it. Playoff P. Like, come on, man. You know your girl don't want no P, but I give her that, 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 that capital playoff D. Stop playing with me right now. It's an early Monday morning. Don't let me get too heavy in here. So the Lakers steal the show. The Lake Show. 
right? It's, it's still world still. And they get rid of almost everybody. So we're talking about a team that right now is basically consisted of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and Marc Gasol. And Rob Lowe, or Palenka, whatever you want to call him, it's gonna it's gonna have his it's gonna have his hands filled trying to trying to put together a roster, but it's gonna be interesting, right? You hear the names that they're interested in, right? Fournier, Schroeder, not Schroeder, they got rid of Schroeder, but um, Lowry, Melo, JJ Redick. At one point in time, Buddy's Hill name was out there, and I was real upset because I want the next to get Buddy Hill. So that's gonna be interesting to see. But let's talk about what it does for the Lakers and LeBron James. Because auto automatically, like I said, one of my first thoughts was just going around, uh, like LeBron James, he ain't slick. Again, here is Oprah with the rings. Getting another, getting another, another MVP of the league to play with. Right? Getting another one of those guys to play with. And being able to get that person to ball out to get a ring. And let me tell you, for the people that have the worries about Russell Westbrook, if there's one guy that can probably speak to to Russell Westbrook, for him to actually listen, for like you understand, for him to be like, oh, okay, let me tweak this a little, let me tweak that a little, oh, let me help this guy out. Remember, Russell Westbrook has gone on the record saying, like, you know what, he can't really follow Kevin Durant, right? Not, not as a leader. I don't think anybody has that problem with LeBron James outside of Kyrie Irving. This is going to be a this is going to be a match made in heaven. And else is going to help bring a little bit more longevity to LeBron James's game. Because LeBron James now doesn't have to worry about putting that extra workload on his body. He doesn't have to worry about finding fi um, finding guys to motivate. Not mentally and not physically because remember that could be mentally like that could be mentally and physically draining. Trying to always find that button to push for guys. Always trying to keep them motivated. He may just try to have to keep Russell Westbrook reeled in to an extent. He's going to want Russell Westbrook pushing that ball. Because remember, Russell Westbrook is still doing something that I thought LeBron James could have done his whole entire career as well, too. And that is average a triple-double for his career. But you can see, just like winning that scoring title, putting up all those numbers don't always equate to winning championships. It may equate to more winning, which we've seen, which we've seen for Russell Westbrook, that his teams win over two thirds of the time, if not seventy-five percent of the time, or somewhere, or somewhere crazy like that, between sixty-six and seventy-five percent of the time, if not more, when he gets a triple double. That's fact. Now you actually get him with somebody that knows how to win championships. That knows how to how to lead. That knows how to really rally and keep a team together as the face, of the franchise, the leader of that team. Oh, we're gonna see a different level of focus, which is really weird to say from Russell Westbrook. And just think, this is still pre-draft. And there goes L.A. Light still in the show. But then the draft happened. Right? And before we talk about all the 
all the all the young rising stars that came up. Let's talk about something that can keep you up in case you're having problems getting up. And I wish you'd even say getting up. Let's just say that, you know what? It's been a tiring day, and maybe you're trying to make it a five-rounder instead of a two-rounder. Well, you know what, folks? This is why we have Blue Chew. Folks, oh, yeah, I don't know if you know. Blue Chew is that little blue pill that gives you back that thrill. Open up a packet and head to the sack in just a few chews before you do, 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 do. Remember, it has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. This is one opportunity that you just can't miss. She's going to love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. And if you use my promo code for today, NSDH, that's November Sierra Delta Hotel, you'll be able to get your first order for free. Actually, let's, let me break it out. You're going to get $20 off your first order. Both that, but basically... That's you getting your first order for free. <laughs> Just all you gotta do is pay for shipping and handling, right? Don't forget the promo code NSDH. That's how you do. That's how they know that I'm, I'm the one that sent you, and you're able to get your first free order. Just chew it and do it. Remember, she's gonna love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. Now let's get into draft night. We don't, have a, we don't have a lot more time left. We have about like six minutes left in the podcast before we have to really get things going. I'm not going to talk about who went first, who went second, who went third. I don't, I don't really care about all of that. I was watching the podcast through Nick's goggles and Nick's goggles only. Let's keep that. Let, let, let's keep this all in perspective here. Now, granted, I did see a lot of good. I did see a lot of good players go. I did see some players go to Charlotte, go to Houston. That I, you know, even 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 a player go to Brooklyn, that I honestly would have liked or wanted in, you know, to play for the Knicks, but that didn't happen. The Knicks found a way, even though they were in the lottery, to keep every single Knicks fan on pins and needles the whole entire draft, and that was a beautiful thing. That was a beautiful thing because. Our team wasn't in the lottery, so we weren't waiting to see oh how they're gonna how they're going to possibly mess up one of the first eight picks of the draft. No, because that's where the Knicks have average, has been on average for the last couple of years, last twenty years or so. Probably a little bit higher than that, but let's just say eight. Knicks had a slew of picks, right? They had they had they had like what was it the the thirty second pick, or right they had the. They had, they had the night, the 21st pick, the 23rd pick, the 56th pick, or whatever. You understand, the Knicks went into this draft with about, with, about, with about four to five picks. So the first pick starts coming up, right? And they call them on the board. You know, they, they get they, you get the little notification. And... The first person to get off the board is Kai Jones. The Knicks, that is. And immediately I start to think, you know what? This isn't bad. This is actually a Tibbs guy. I start, I already start picturing in my head how this can work, how they could possibly bring him on the bench, him and Emmanuel quickly, him and possibly Toppin. You understand him playing defense at athleticism. And then I hear, oh no. The Knicks have traded away the 21st pick to the Charlotte Hornets. And I'm like, okay. 
Okay. Well, you know, picks don't just get traded. You 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 trade a pick and you pick up something else. So then the Knicks pick two two spots later, the twenty third pick. And I'm like, okay. They get another guard, right? Out of Houston. I'm sorry, not a guard, but they get this guy, Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson went into the combine, and he had the best vertical in combine history, 48 inches. He was going to be a good backup center. I can see, like, they, they, said he, they said his basketball was kind of raw, but his athleticism was freakish. I'm like, you know what? I can see this. I can see this. Right? That this guy can be a great backup to Mitchell Robinson. With his athleticism, you get somebody like Tom Thibodeau to get in, um, to get into his head and force the defensive awareness out of him. Those natural defensive reflexes, weak side help, box coverage, every you know you understand. Um, um, drop coverage, um, wedging, you know, working on the pick and roll, like all of it. You can see him ch teaching this guy, the guy that had the best vertical, and him using this crazy athleticism. Two guys that would have had crazy, crazy athleticism. One in Kai Jones and one in, uh, one in Keon Johnson. And both times, the Knicks trade them away. And I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Porter was a little upset. Because Kai Jones, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, yo, he would have been great for you. Great backup. Like, for what? For the, for the way he plays above the rim as well? But now you send him to Charlotte. I'm not thinking, like, damn. We were battling, like, until LaMelo, right, got injured, at the end of the season, like, like Charlotte was in the playoffs. And we were battling um, with them for position. And you just gave them a nice, young, fun piece to throw alley-oop passes and, and cross-court passes and 50-feet passes to. And then again, to flip it again, you send somebody with crazy athleticism to the Clippers so he could learn defense from Ty Lue, learn basketball from Ty Lue, and also Kawhi Leonard. We're not gonna mention Paul George. We don't want to like, but he can learn for stuff off of Paul George. Let's not make any jokes here. And he get rid of both of them. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, that's my last chance to get out the door. I'm a little upset as a Knicks fan. But then they actually make their pick, and it's the Houston guard. Quentin Grimes, six foot five, average over forty percent from three point range, hell of a defensive player, co-player of the year in the ACC, and that's when I text our co-host, my co-host KJ, and I was like, "You guys aren't the Knicks think they slick," and I started realizing what was happening, and I don't and and because finally the emotions got away from me, and I realized. While they got Quentin Grimes, there was somebody else. There were a couple other people that they wanted higher in this draft. And that person didn't fall to them. And instead of the Knicks just accumulating, just constantly accumulating talent this year, they found a way to accumulate talent this year and next year and next year and next year. Because they did actually do the smart thing. I don't want a guy here. I know people that want to move up. You know what I did with Charlotte? I traded away my first-round pick for a future first-round pick from Charlotte. Now, I did just say that Charlotte was battling with us. But every, but that's, but that's, it's like a four-year... It's a four-year trigger on this first-round pick. And 
The first year, it's it's top 16 protected. The second year, it's top 14 protected. The third year, it's top 12 protected. And in the fourth year, it's top 10 protected. So, so, so the working kind of works out. You know what I mean? So eventually you're going to end up swapping or finding a different way to make a trade with them. What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. Now, on top of them finding a guy that they like, right? Or on top of them making the moves, the moves to not only when the guy that they that they wanted wasn't there, that they started now accumulating more draft picks because the because the draft pick with um with the LA with the LA Clippers when they traded their first round pick to them, that's how they got the twenty fifth pick to pick up to pick up Quentin Grimes, but they also got. A 2024 first round pick from them as well. You see how these numbers start to work out now. When they had the 32nd pick, they traded both of those away to get the 34th and the 36th pick from, from Oklahoma City. So what, what they're doing is that they're still finding ways to keep assets stashed. Because that's still the name of the game. You can get as many young players as you want to put on your roster good. But also, when the Knicks are in the position that they're in, you want them to get assets stashed. Stick, uh, keep accumulating these draft picks. First round draft picks, second round draft picks. Because what these things become, just like how you were able to use them, or the Knicks able to use them to maneuver up and down the draft, well, they could also use this to go out and get other free agents. Or to go do trades with teams that are looking to get rid of their top guy, a la Bradley Beal. And now, they, and now they can have some of these draft picks. They can have Oklahoma, They can have Charlotte's draft pick that has that we have no clue what the hell is going to do. They can take a Clippers, you know, draft pick in in, in two thousand and twenty four. They can take one of our first round picks and a couple players. Maybe we do a signing trade for a couple of players. Who knows? Because the Knicks don't have a lot of players that are coming back to coming back to this team. We went over this already. We got less than two minutes left in this podcast before I have to definitely get out this door. With the 34th and the 36th pick, the Knicks will pick a Lithuania guard, Rokis Jokobatis. And they're gonna stand and they gonna, and, that, and that's a European that they're gonna, they're gonna draft and stash. And then they got another guy that they wanted out of West Virginia University. Guard Miles McBride. So and then with the 58 pick, they picked the they picked the Texas forward Jericho Sims. What you have to when you when you look at this draft, right? You just have to start thinking, okay, did the Knicks accomplish what they wanted to accomplish? Yes and no. They didn't get the top guys on their board, but they did get guys that they liked. Did they reach for the guys that they liked? No. They traded back and got more assets and were still able to target the individuals that they liked. That's smarts. We've praised other franchises for doing these kind of making these kind of moves. Toronto in the past, Philly in the past, uh, um, Boston, we, Oklahoma City. You know, we, like we've praised them for these same for these similar moves. So the next next match, you did a good thing here. Now the Knicks have a list of individuals that they're going to be looking after. Because remember, I told you there's a long list of players that won't beat it. 
Derrick Rose is gone. He's being eyed by Chicago. Reggie Bullock, he's gone. He's I think he's being eyed by Indiana or something like that. Nelson Noel is he's gone. He's being he's being eyed by Toronto and Detroit. These are guys that are that their contract are up. I'm not saying the Knicks released them. This is how many players the Knicks have lost. The people on the team for next year, outside of the draft pick, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, and Luca. Trust me, that guard, the guard, the point guard that they want, is pri is primarily I think on this team. Or if it's not, it's gonna be after it's gonna be one of the guys that they're going after if they try to get somebody more experienced. Taj Gibson gone, right? He's a, he's no longer a free agent. Frank Nilakina, they're not they're not re upping his contract. Alfred Payton, we know we're not going down that road again. Alex Burke is being eyed by the Cavs. Kevin Knox, we 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 um offering him a, we didn't offer him a, a contract. We didn't reoffer him a contract. And then there's Peel, who I thought was going to be on the Knicks still. Nope, they released him. The Knicks have one, two, three, four, five, six players under contract as currently stand. But they just made a bunch of draft picks as well. Right, so now they have about nine players under 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 contract. The Knicks are iron Aaron uh, are, are, are iron Fournier, but so is a bunch of people. The iron Schroeder as well. Dennis Schroeder, and Eric Eric Fournier and Derek Schroeder, which may not be a bad choice. They're also iron Spencer Dinwiddie, who's who's still in contract negotiations. They're iron they're iron very 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 regrettably Kyle Lowry, but let's really hope that Kyle Lowry ends up going to one of these other teams that, 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 are, that are eyeing him that have better championship aspirations. I'm sorry, I don't want him in New York. I, I've never been a fan of Kyle Lowry. There's Kelly Oubre Jr. as well, who's being eyed by us in a couple other teams. And then, the fan favorite, Carmella Anthony, folks, is being eyed by New York. And we already know this, and I've told you this already on the podcast, the year that Carmella comes back to New York is his farewell tour. Or maybe not. So maybe we don't get him this year. Because you know who's also eyeing Camilla Anthony? The LA Lakers. Finally, LeBron James has pulled some clout to be able to get Camilla Anthony to come play alongside him. Other notable people that are that are, that are gonna be free agents, CP3 has opted out of his contract. We figured this is gonna be a formality just so he can um, re-sign some kind of three-year, one hundred million dollar contract, something around there. Three-year, ninety million dollar, ninety million to a hundred million dollar, hundred million dollar contract with the with the Phoenix Suns, and that'll probably be where he ends and finishes out his farewell tour. Kawhi Leonard has opted out of his contract as well. We expect that's probably gonna be playing out to be a similar scenario where he is opting out right now to re-up with the LA Clippers. But it's interesting to see what he does. But both of these guys are interested to see what he does. We already told you, Camilla Anthony is going is going to the maybe going to the LA Lakers. And folks, these are just the rumors. Another reason why I had to get that out today, because things are moving fast in the NBA world. The draft has happened Thursday. Right? We start hearing the rumors of all of these all, all of these moves. Because you know what happens? You know what happens at 6 p.m. tonight? NBA free agency opens up. So now all of these rumors that we're hearing, Melo possibly to the Lakers or back to the Knicks. CP3 getting out of his contract. Kawhi Leonard getting out of his contract. You know, um, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Let's see what's starting happening. The Lakers starting, starting to build their team. The Knicks starting to build their team. We're starting to see that Derrick Rose may uh, Derrick Rose is may return back to Chicago. Knicks, there was a small percentage. I don't know what I don't want to say small. 
but it was a percentage of Knicks fans that were hoping or thought that Derrick Rose would be coming back as a point guard to the New York Knicks. I told you that I was going to make a cluster fucking point guard. We have Luka. We have Emmanuel quickly. They're really looking to add one more person to try to take that reign. If not, this may be Emmanuel Quickly's team. But they're going to look into Schroeder. They're going to look into Dimwitty. They're going to look into guys like that to see if they can possibly be that to be, to be that person for this team. Folks, we're going to have another pop-up podcast coming sometime this summer. Don't know. This is just the first pop-up podcast of the summer. Don't forget that the regular um, podcast is going to come back to you guys regularly. This is where we have our hour or three-hour podcast. Regularly, is going to be coming back to you guys the week of Labor Day. Don't forget that Wednesday night, we'll be having our three-hour podcast. It'll be the Mighty Sports Podcast. And as you know, that turns into the Drunk Uncles Podcast very quickly. Don't forget that you can catch me. That Don't forget to like, um, share, and comment, rate, um, wherever you listen to this podcast. And wherever you find the podcast, that is where you can find the Mighty Sports Podcast. Easiest way I usually just tell my smarts me to play the M- latest episode of the MYT Sports Podcast, and it takes care of it there. Don't forget, you can also catch us on the WESN Network. This is going to be one of the first podcasts we are actually going to introduce to them. And folks, make sure you also check out the other programs that are going to be on WESN as well. Don't forget to use that Blue Chew promo code NSDH to make sure you get your first free order of Blue Chew as well. Folks, this is Talent Omar Taylor, again, the Motor Mouth of the South, a.k.a. the Mad Podcaster. And I am getting ready to sound off. Can somebody please play my outro so I can stop rambling and actually get my ass to work? I got 25 minutes to get there, and I still got to find a way to share this with the person I need to share this with. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag. No lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, mighty podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My tea.